What is up, everyone? This is Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we will be talking about NFL roster cuts, NFL regular seasons just around the corner. I'm going to do a little segment, Who Owns the Team? We'll talk about college football starting up. Man, I'm sorry, but can we just appreciate we've made it? Football's back. Uh, yes, it Finally. is. It is. Ready to get hurt again. Yep. But we have so much to get to, so let's just go right to it. NFL roster cuts, and I think the most surprising one is easily Cam Newton. Was anyone shocked by this? Because I was. Uh, Jackson, you can go ahead. I know you have some good opinions on this, so go ahead. Yeah. Shocked, yes. I didn't think they would do this. Um, but I can kind of see why. Cam yeah. Newton is just not a guy like of his stature that you would really think of as a backup. I don't think Cam Newton wants to be a backup, and I don't think New England wants him as a backup. Um. Mac Jones had really impressed. Now, granted, it was against backups, but he really had impressed. And Cam Newton, I, I think New England was just done with him. I think this last COVID thing was the this misunderstanding was the final straw. I think they were done. I, I don't think they want to tolerate this anymore. And I think they ultimately figured, you know, we're, we got to let's just move on. You know, we're gonna have to pull the band aid off eventually. Let's pull it off right now. Yep. Yeah. And the one thing I want to add too is. When you're talking about, like, playing the veteran versus the first-year quarterback, it's usually not a good idea to, like, have the veteran be someone like Cam Newton that isn't actually good at football. You know what I'm saying? Well, not, <laughs> not that he's bad, but he's not, he's not great anymore. He's not, a, he's not a very good quarterback. No one's saying, like, look at him getting released. No one has gone, holy shit, yeah. i got to pick Cam Newton up. He hasn't been like, picked up yet, so he can't yeah, be that good. Like. And the other thing that I think comes along with it is if you know he's going to be the backup, he ha- he's unvaccinated for one, which mm-hmm. like means he's literally in a different room than everyone all day. Has to so, get tested every day. Yeah. So that's that's a hassle to hold as your backup QB. And, and if he's in the maybe, same room with the QBs, then you're putting your starting QB yeah, at risk. Exactly. Exactly. You want the QB room to be to be fully vaxxed, you would think. And then – You also just look at the angle, and maybe this is unfair to Cam Newton, but when you think of like a mentor QB type of thing, Cam Newton isn't really the guy that pops into my head. He's not Mac Jones' mentor. He might be someone else's. He's just not Mac Jones's. Yeah, I yeah, I just don't see that as like a match made in heaven. I know that that could be like seen as like racist or something like that. I just think it's kind of a temperament thing more than anything. They're two very different quarterbacks that play the game of football very differently. And yeah, it, it, it came out as a big deal. It's sad because Cam Newton was so good there for a second and now he's just fully washed. But at the end of the day, it was a surprising, not really. When you look at it, I, I was talking about this the other day. We actually when he got released. I'm not sure there is a spot in the NFL that he could start right now. Not no. that he, eh, I'm not Broncos. saying, you know, no, like, no, yeah. He had his yeah. thing where he said there's 32, you know, there's not 32 quarterbacks better than me right now. And while that might be accurate, a team is going to play, let's say, for example, Trey Lance, right? Let's say he's worse than Cam Newton right now. Maybe he is. But you're going to give him the playing time over Cam Newton. You've got a guy who can reach a really high ceiling versus a 32-year-old on the way down. So Cam Newton really isn't in a spot. And it's so late into the season or into the offseason slash, you know, about to start the season that all these teams have already – decided what they're doing at quarterback they don't want to bring in a guy that knows nothing about the playbook right now and like you guys said he won't the take the job as a backup he will only take your job as a starter yeah which yeah i makes mean you way less valuable to begin with 
Yeah. He uh, lost the quarterback competition fair and square. I don't think it was just the COVID stuff. I think Mac oh, Jones I don't think it was clear, COVID clearly won the quarterback I don't battle. Think, I don't know. I don't the, know. If but there are sources that. from uh, online that I've seen that from within the Patriots that that last COVID well, they misunderstanding. Said the same thing about the Jaguars, and the Jaguars came out and said that that is untrue. Well, Urban Meyer came out and said that it went into the decision. So, and I, I talked about this on my other podcast yesterday. I agree. It should be in the decision. If you're a roster bubble guy that's not vaccinated and you get, you know, that, that matters. You're not risking because this year is not like last year. Where last year, if you had a COVID outbreak, they moved the game. They just moved it maybe a week, maybe a few days. This year, if you have it and you're unvaccinated, game's canceled. You lose. You don't get paid. Nobody on your team gets paid and nobody on the other team gets paid. So you're really fucking the whole league over if you're not vaccinated. You're really causing everybody a bunch of bullshit. So that's why I think these teams went in with this mindset. And to John's point about the quarterback, yeah, you can't go in every week not knowing if your quarterback's going to be able to play that week. You can't do that. You have to know. Yeah, and uh, there is only 200 fully percent vaccinated teams. The Buccaneers, that came out today, has a re- we're recording this on Thursday and the Atlanta Falcons. I think there were six teams that were above 90% and the Chiefs are one of them. So that means there's two other teams that are above 90%. I'm sure eventually uh, by maybe, I'm sure by midseason maybe. there will be a good amount of teams at 100%. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, because what I just said was like probably three weeks old. So I guarantee it's probably up to about 90 for, I would say at least. It's got to be hell not to be vaccinated as an NFL player right now. We're not like, trying they, to even be political right now too. It's not political. It's literally a part of the game. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, it is, yeah, it is a part of the game now. Yeah. Because if you aren't vaccinated and you catch this and the game has to be postponed because of that, you cost your team in the game and a paycheck. That's yeah. not political. That's the that's the football aspect of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go away from that. Let's do this little segment. I'm going to ask you four teams, and you're going to tell Wait, me. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, Josh. While we were on cuts, I just wanted to. Did we say anything about Cornell Powell getting cut? I was surprised a little bit. I, I, I think that's at least worth hitting on because, I mean, yeah. it's not too often that you have a guy like a fifth-round pick receiver that, like, you know, you you would think when you take a take a receiver at any moment, you kind of kind of have a hope that they can pan out. That's a position that can go deep in the draft. And she straight up said, we've seen enough. We're good. I, I was I was pretty surprised to be honest. I I had heard what, like whispers that they might get rid of him, but I didn't think they'd actually do it. That just says to me that they really don't think there's any hope with him. I mean, if they thought there was even a glimpse of potential there, they would not have made that cut. Now he is on the practice squad, but that doesn't matter. They can sign any team can claim him at any point. I was also surprised though that no team claimed him. He just went straight through the waivers. I was like, okay. Yeah, something nobody that likes me Cornell was Powell. Darwin Thompson signing with the Buccaneers Tampa Bay or T- Buccaneers practice squad. Like, yeah, kind of like I was. I was ski. sad for Darwin, but it had I'm to be not. Done. That dude was a piece of shit here. It wasn't a piece of shit. He just wasn't useful. There's a difference between that. D Ford's a piece of shit. Darwin Thompson just D wasn't. D Ford good. is worse than a piece of shit. Yeah, we don't. God, another podcast we brought that fuck up. But yeah, I. I wasn't surprised the Darwin cut. I was a little surprised they cut Marcus Kemp. Had a really good camp just and preseason. I know, to the practice squad. No, but... he got signed to the active roster. Oh, did he get re-signed to the active yeah, roster? Then ma- why'd they there, cut him? There's a move pending. 
Why would they cut him if they were going to just resign him? I don't know. Him? It literally that's, took 24 hours. Odd. Maybe they cut, cut the wrong camp. I don't know. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. But we're NFL teams. I'm going to ask you who owns, who's in charge of this team. I'm going to start off with a pretty controversial one, the Chicago Bears. Andy, Is this Andy Dalton's or Justin Fields' NFL team? Uh, Andy Dalton. The second I, or – Yes, I think it's Justin. This second, I think Andy it's Dalton. Justin Fields. I think it's Justin Fields. Here's what I said, and I said this on my other podcast that's going to come out later today. That you would be crazy to start Justin Fields Week One at the Rams on Sunday Night Football. That with a bad offensive line, that is just a recipe for disaster. If if Andy Dalton gets shat on and doesn't play well, who gives a shit? Like his confidence doesn't you matter. You expected that, but if Justin Fields goes in there and gets shit on. But what if Justin Fields wins? That would be very impressive, but let's be realistic. The Bears have a bottom 10 offensive line, and they're going up against Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and the number one defense in the NFL from a year ago. Also, on the road in a primetime game. Like, I think it's the safe and conservative smart play to give Dalton week one. All right. Denver Broncos. What a shit show. I mean, what a absolute It's a shit, shit show, show but... but I think there's two. Like, Drew Locke had the best preseason I've ever seen him have. Drew Locke has more potential, but Teddy Bridgewater's more consistent. You can rely on Teddy so more. You, you know what Teddy's you're going to get out of Teddy. You know what you're going to get out of Teddy, which is why I think they went with him. You're never going to get anything so you're special. Saying but you're... you believe Teddy will be the starter the whole year? Barring, yeah, barring injury, I think he will be. Okay. John? Sorry, a poster fell down in my room and I had to put it back up. Um, we yeah. needed something other than the John uh, home yeah. phone ringing. Um, yeah. So the Broncos, right? Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what the Broncos are doing. Uh, I have a really weird opinion on this. Uh, well, not a weird opinion, but one you wouldn't expect. I don't understand why you don't just play Drew Locke. Like, you, you are gaining nothing from Teddy. Do, do they think they can make the playoffs in this division? Yes. Uh, they have better I, odds than important. the Raiders. I think they're, I, the wor- I, they're the direct worst team in the AFC West. Why? And then do you really – okay, the other question is, do you really think that, like, even if Drew Locke doesn't do what you want him to do, is he going to be that much worse than Teddy Bridgewater? Like, maybe it, a little it bit? It would be better for them to do this. It would be better to give Drew Locke a chance, and he sucks, than Teddy Bridgewater be given the chance, and he sucks, and then give Drew Locke the starting job. Because I'll tell you why. Finish your point. Oh, I was just going to say, because, I mean, one, you're paying Teddy Bridgewater this X amount of money, and if he doesn't pan out, then people are going to be like, oh, that's a waste of money. Why would you sign him in the first place if you're going to have a quarterback battle with a younger QB that has had starting experience and maybe just hasn't had his time yet? Like, I just don't understand what the signing behind Teddy Bridgewater was other than them signaling we've given up on Drew Locke. There is nothing else. So I've got a few points I want to make here. First, if you weren't sold on Drew Locke, why not take Justin Fields at number nine? Correct. Like, that to me made no sense. Wait, if, who, I understand did they sign Teddy after or before the draft? So before the draft, they got Teddy. Okay. But I still would have gotten a quarterback yeah. if I was them. Here's why I think they made this move, right? <laughs> Teddy is a safer quarterback. I've always called him a lesser Alex Smith. That's what I think of him. Oh, yeah. It's he's been... never going to wow you, but he's not going to – to his credit, he's a smarter quarterback He'll than He'll be Drew your 16-for-20 QB that passes for 190 yards with one touchdown. 
He doesn't throw a lot of picks, though, and that's the big thing. That's why Locke I said was a turnover machine last year. Teddy wasn't as Teddy historically is not as bad. And these are the Broncos' first three games: the Giants, Jaguars, and Jets. If they have any chance at the playoffs, they need to go two and one or three and zero oh in that stretch. They can't have the quarterback screwing that up, which is why I think they ultimately went with Teddy. He won't win those games necessarily, but he's not going to lose you those games. And he doesn't have to win you those games, probably. They're good enough to beat the Giants, Jaguars, and Jets just with the rest of their roster. They don't need a historic quarterback to do that. So I think they went with the safer option to start, although I do think Drew Locke should be the guy going forward. If you, I mean, I just don't understand. Teddy's reached his ceiling. Drew yeah. hasn't. We need to see if Drew can. Yeah, there's no risk-reward here at all because – you're not going to make the – look, no matter if, – if Teddy Bridgewater has his best year, you're not going to make the playoffs. They're uh, not. They're, no, maybe they're like not. a seven seed. Maybe Where? A oh, that's – no. No, 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 no. Not in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. The Chargers, who are re- who are going to be good, let me tell you, I think they're going to be gonna, good. I, you're going to say they're going to be good just like everyone and, else? They and look that, damn good. No, that's not me. I'm not saying that's some bold take. And – Let's not forget, the Raiders are not bad. I know. That's something I want to talk about. The Raiders have the worst odds to win the AFC West, even like worse than the Broncos. That makes no sense. Maybe maybe they do, but I I just think this division is too difficult for the Broncos to even have a sniff with Teddy as their Mm. quarterback. They, like... Give Drew – I just don't get not giving Drew a shot. You, you Well, I, I get it completely. Vic Fangio is on the last of his – you know, he's Vic on the Fangio hottest seat possible. Dumbass coach. He's, he's a defensive coach. He is defensive on a very hot seat, not and win he has to go NFL with the safest. Okay. If they Bill started – We'll probably win another Super Bowl. If they start this season slow with Drew Locke, Fangio might not make it to the end of the season. Which is probably I think Teddy Bridgewater Denver. gives them at least – They'll probably be 500 heading into October, maybe a little bit better. I don't know, but they, he can't start. His first two years in Denver, he started 0-4, 0-5, both of them. He has to get something You want to know what early. Teddy Bridgewater is making this year? How much is it from the Broncos? Because I don't think they absorbed the entire contract from Carolina. They didn't, but... Yeah, I didn't think they did. He's making... $4,250,000... Pretty- and then from the Which Panthers, he's making uh, ten million. That like, shows you how bad the Panthers want to get The Panthers signed him to a three-year, six sixty-three million dollar deal. Like Teddy got the back. Yeah. Like he I'm did. He looked good in New Orleans. Say, yeah, he's congrats. He's not bad. That's the thing. It's like he can win. You can win games with Teddy Bridgewater, but, like, but you're Jackson, never going go anywhere far with him. The Giants, Jaguars, and whoever else they play, I think those are games Jets. Drew Locke can win. They're games that Drew Lock can win, but they're and games those are that games that you that, need him to win to get his confidence up to make him a better QB. They're games that Drew Lock can win. They're games that Teddy Bridgewater won't. So lose then, what you do you do? Do you throw Drew Lock into the fire and just say good luck, or do you just like? I, never who knows if Drew Lock even gets to start this year? I mean, that's the thing. They might have completely given up on him. Yeah, this might have been it. All right, Which, let's go to the I don't next know if that's team. the right decision, but that might be the decision they made. Let's go to the next team, the San Francisco 49ers. Is, I mean, is listen, I think they have a similar situation. Their first two games of the season are the Lions and Eagles. They're not going to play Trey Lance in those. They can't risk losing either. They're going to play Garoppolo. But we all know this is Trey Lance's, Trey Lance's franchise. This is his team going forward. Will Jimmy, is, Gar- will Jimmy Garoppolo be a San Francisco 49er by week eight, a.k.a. the trade deadline? 
I, I could honestly say no to that. I think you might be able to say no. The contract's the only thing that makes that tough, but I think Trey Lance is definitely a starter before week eight. John? Uh, yeah, I okay, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. And I see people saying that, like, they're trying to do the same thing they did with, like, Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. And, like, that that's just not – that's kind of a batshit crazy strategy. I, <laughs> Wait, what did they do again? I mean, okay, I read an article that they were like, San Francisco's current situation mirrors that of, like, the year that the Niners had Alex Smith get hurt and then they made the Super Bowl with Kaepernick. No, it doesn't. No, and even if it does or doesn't, it's stupid. No one's winning formula should be, I'm going to switch my quarterback in the middle of the year. Um, That, I, look, my, my general take is if you draft a quarterback, play them, um, I, I know that's not necessarily popular, but, like, look, I think that sitting doesn't do very much. I think that if you played Patrick Mahomes year one, he would have been the same that he was Ooh. in 2018. I don't agree. I don't agree. I, I – okay, okay. For, for one, you wouldn't have had Sammy Watkins. But I think, so that... I think it, come to 2018, he will be the, just as good. Like – Maybe. I, I just don't think that you can say that there's more benefit from So whose team literally, do you think this is? So I, I think it's Jimmy's team because I think teams now think that like, oh, let's play him second year, which is a, which is not a new ideal, let me tell you. It's actually but, a very old one. Um, I, I, I think that they should play Lance. If you're going to use a high draft pick on a quarterback, don't wait to throw him in there. They're only going to get better from seeing the field. Just throw him in. See what he can do. If he's shit, let him let him wait. That's fine. But yeah, okay. This is just a weird John take on me saying that like quarterbacks shouldn't sit a year. In my opinion, um, it's gonna be Jimmy's team though. It's gonna be Jimmy's team. Sorry, weird side rant. We'll we'll go off that. Um, I'm saying this. Is I, I just think. Team. Really, Jackson said the same it's thing. In, in the sense that they start him week one, or the sense that they just are using him this. Like I think it will be his by the end of the year. But week one, I think it will be yes, two. By week but one. week one, no way. There's no way. Trey Lance did not look good in preseason. Like, he had that one nice-ass throw over to the Chiefs. Other than that, it was very rough. It was a up and down, to say the least. I, he reminds me a lot of Josh Allen in his first year out. Very raw. A lot of talent, but it's not there. Right, no, the Niners are a team that is going to try and compete for the Super Bowl this year. They were in it two years ago. They got killed with injuries last year. Realistically, that's a roster that could win the NFC West and compete in the playoffs. Oh, the NFC West is going to be the best division to it's watch so this loaded. year. It is so loaded. Who's going to win the NFC West? Who? The football team again. Don't They're not in the you NFC are West. So but... stupid. You are shit. That's the East. The West. Uh, John, uh, I agree. Uh, uh, I agree with you, though. Side rant, I agree. I think the football I team will that, win this. But whatever. And, all right, this is going to piss people off, but I think the Patriots are going to win the AFC East. Okay. No, all yeah. right, never mind. I do not agree with you. That that's yeah. that's for another day. I, th- no, we can you. I just want to put that in the book. My take on it is that Mac Jones can do all the things Tom Brady could do, and they you were really good. You want to state the date just to say that? Uh, yeah. Let's see. What day is it? September second. September second. Mac Jones can do the exact bullshit that Tom Brady did to win <laughs> seven Super Bowls. And let me tell you, there's probably like a bunch of other people that if they just learned how to like slightly read a defense, they could do it too. And that includes. The three people on this podcast. I shit you not. Uh, <laughs> so it's not going to be hard. And he has Bill Belichick as his coach. And you guys remember in free agency, 
like I don't remember exactly who they Hunter got. Henry and Johnu Smith. Yeah, they went ham. They got and a lot Matt of motherfuckers. Matt Judon on defense. And yeah. this team last year, to put in perspective how – because Asante Samuel, did you all see this, came out and said Belichick's just another coach without Brady. To put into perspective – Brady's just another quarterback without a good coach. Well, They went 7-9 yeah. and nine last no, year. we've seen – No, John, no the Patriots went 7-7. Josh, shut the hell up. I, the Patriots went 7-9 and nine last year and had eight guys opt out on their team, and they had – probably the shittiest starting quarterback in the league. Like the fact that people think they're going to be terrible again this year and not be good is laughable. They're go- if they had an average quarterback, they're going to go to the playoffs. All right. I don't even know I how agree. we got to the I could Patriots, more, but, but let's, let's Don't go to forget the- that Tom Brady lost the game to the Dolphins to lose a bye week. That won us the Super Bowl. Patrick. Because Love then we would have had to play the Titans and we wouldn't have had a great game game plan unlike we did. Love you Fitzpatrick. Still haven't got you those jerseys. Oh, I kind of want a fa- I want a football team jersey. I don't want a Dolphins. I want a football team. All next right, up, next one, Josh. Dolphins. This is a weird one. Is this well, the Sean Watson's team or Tua Tagovailoa? I mean, it's Tua's. Do you I think mean, by the end of the year Tua will be? Let's let's pump the brakes on the Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson might not play football this year. Let's be completely. No, he honest. will play football this year. It will be next Where? year. Where? There won't be there won't be hearings until twenty twenty two. The Texans, if he's on the Texans roster week one, they don't plan on starting him right now. What? Why? They they've already said they because because they don't. He doesn't want to play for the Texans. Oh yeah, that's right. He doesn't want to play. I forgot about all that. He is not planning on playing. The Texans don't really need. Have you guys seen that video? Whenever he showed up to training camp and all the reporters were like pointing the video cameras at him, he said, "Why are you all pointing the shit at me every single second of my life?" (laughs) You know, dude is not a happy man right now. Dude is. He's probably I, I went from actually liking Deshaun Watson, like not obviously like I always thought Mahomes was better, but I went from like liking him, thinking he was cool and all, to now he's just become such a dick. Like he is just like, I don't know how anyone could root for him anymore. I won't forget Complete when he had that great rookie year, but then he tore his ACL in practice, and everyone's like, "Damn, that sucks." But now I don't feel bad. No, well, he's... and then he got he got twenty. He went up twenty four against the Chiefs. Bro, he. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, as as I've always said, go back to 2018. We should have drafted Deshaun Watson. No, he fuck Deshaun Watson. Fuck Deshaun no. Watson. I don't care. Tua's team. I think Tua proves a lot of people wrong this Bro, year. Bro, I'm sorry, but if we ever beat Deshaun Watson again, Jackson, we might have to release that video. We might, I, I think we could release it anyway, honestly. I well, don't really care. There's no context to it now. We should have done That's that. True, when but we if we ever do beat him playoffs. again, uh, we can't. We definitely can. We should have drafted Deshaun Watson. Dude, we so, should have posted John, that when is they were. Tua's team or Deshaun Watson's team? Uh, yeah, obviously Tua's team. Yeah. I don't think the Dolphins are going to go for him. The Dolphins are too smartly run. To, you got to be it. insane to trade things for Deshaun Watson. Have you heard that what the reported like value the Texans want is? Like, A lot, th- right? Three first round What's picks, worse, two the seconds. Texans value on Deshaun Watson or the 76ers value on Ben Simmons? Bro, at least Deshaun Watson can actually produce. Ben Simmons is just. Are you sure? He might, he might be arrested. <laughs> well, okay. if at least let's not give the, like Ben Simmons no credit. No, he can at least produce. I swear to God, if the Kings okay. t- trade Davion Mitchell for Ben Simmons, and like I'm gonna be pissed. Okay, yeah, but, but we should we should flip over to that because I think that he's an interesting topic. Well, yeah. Okay. Do you have any more? I mean, well, we, oh shit, I forgot we only have 45 minutes. Yeah, we can't talk about everything, can we? Well, I just wanted to talk about college football, and then I would like to talk about Ben Simmons. Okay, okay. get into college so, football. Let's go. So there's only three games that we really should predict. 
KU versus South Dakota. I'm going to be honest. I'm giving KU the win because I didn't know South Dakota had a football team until this week. That's like Bishop Sick Sycamore, Sycamore, whatever type shit. Wait, have you heard about the South South Dakota State Jackrabbits? That's not the same team. That's South Dakota State. This is South Dakota. They're playing normal South Dakota? Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know what they had one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's always... That that's is one of the best football things football. about week one is like you see all these teams you never even knew existed. All right, who do you guys think win? Kansas or a Bishop Sycamore team? <laughs> Kansas. Bishop Sycamore. All right. That's my fantasy team name too. Pretty good one. All right. Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. K-State Josh, versus Stanford. I'm giving K-State the win just because Skylar Thompson's back. Yeah. Fifth-year quarterback for K-State. Um, that's, a fifth-year college rough. quarterback boosts his draft stock like – incredible you could be shit but i'm just sorry if you're a fifth year quarterback your draft stock just goes crazy high i think i mean not crazy high but it like it lets shitty players get drafted pretty much i think god this is a very even matchup in my opinion from everything i've read hurry up you don't have all the time it is it's just mine i'm gonna take stanford because i bet them plus 125 to win we do not condone betting Fair point. We do condone legal betting as long as you're not addicted. All right. All right. Missouri, Central Michigan. I swear to God, if Eli Drinkwood somehow pulls a fucking Wyoming 2019, I will lose my shit. To be completely honest. Yeah, this would be like really fucking bad. This This would would be Norfolk State levels. I don't know about that, but this this would be bad. In fact, uh, if we will cover win this the game. spread, I'm going to be a little pissed off. Mizzou will win this game comfortably. I, I predict Mizzou wins by 30. 30. Holy shit. It's central Michigan, dog. That, I, not, it's not an unrealistic expectation. I don't really. want Mookie Cooper to play. Supposedly he's questionable. Why even risk him against central Michigan, you know? You shouldn't risk. Like, you should honestly get a big enough lead by halftime that you can trade. Oh, like, they probably will. Game. Like, we're definitely going to see some Connor Brady Cook. Um, who was the four-star that came in? Uh, uh, to, uh, at what position? QB, the duel. Oh yeah, the the transfer guy. No, he's yeah. from you know Tyler Tyler McCoy, something like that. He's from East St. Louis. Oh, from St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it's. But anyway, have they? I think we're all picking. I mean, yeah. You, yeah, we are. I mean, it's Kansas State's really the only one that has a questionable game. So, okay, one you. game I do want to pick with you guys is Georgia Clemson because holy shit, I didn't even know they were playing until yesterday. Georgia. I'm taking the Bulldogs it. because Clemson. QB. I bet, yeah, I bet Georgia plus three in this game, and I did that because they have an experienced quarterback in JT Daniels versus a guy who is going to be in his first like season as an actual starter. I just think the experience factor there, Georgia, has an edge. But this and QB I just, did play a couple games last week or last he, year. He played one, right? He started versus uh, Notre Dame, College. but he did lose. Oh, so that's right. Way. He played two games. He, he lost to Notre Dame on the road in a good yeah, game. Yeah, and then he beat Boston College. He's a hell of a quarterback, and Clemson's obviously going to be a hell of a team. So it, you can't really take much from it. But it's I do think a, Georgia. It's going to be a good I think game. Georgia can beat him. I think Georgia's got. Yeah, I just do value the experience at quarterback in JT Daniels. He's been in so many big games. This is. He's. He, I feel like Georgia can pull this one off, and it, they need to. Honestly. You know what's back next week, boys? Oh boy, lock, lock of the week. Lock of the week. You want a lock of the week for college football? No, I've got we're not one. starting that. LSU no. minus three at UCLA. Hit that shit. Oh, I like that. Jackson, I, I, like I put a lot of money on that. They're only a three-point favorite in the Jackson, race. They won two games last year. 
Yeah, but... Who only won two games last year? LSU. They won five. They went five and, and they five. Beat Florida because a dumbass threw a shoe. Yeah, oh, yeah. they went five and five. They, they won their won last like two games. Two or four games. All right. I won't forget when Ed Orgeron imposed a ball ban on them because he said good. he cheated. But he was he was just like, nah, oh our God. team just sucks Holy enough. Sh- I really don't want to work with them for a bull game. The line has gone down. It's LSU two and a half now. Everyone, okay. put your life savings on it. According put, to Mel Kiper yeah, Honestly, third. put your mortgage, put your 401k on LSU minus two and a half. Right. That is ridiculous. Let's go in the Chip NBA. Kelly. Ben Simmons does not want to report to training camp with the 76ers. I don't know what you guys have seen, but I've seen a shit ton of Sacramento Kings rumors and Minnesota Timberwolves. No offense, Josh, but I don't it want would him. be I don't want him. poetic for him to end up on a shitty franchise. Bro, I don't want him. Dude. We're not a shitty I franchise. Understand. We're on the up. Josh, it's still a shitty franchise. Yeah, I'm it sorry. Is. It is. And so are the Timberwolves. Like, it's just Ben Simmons is such a weird player to trade. And I talked about this the other day that would you trade him to a team that's not contending? I don't think a non-contender rebuilder would want him. So that eliminates those. But would a contending team want him after what just happened? For what the not 76ers really. are asking? Hell no. Like what? Like I think they had an offer from Indiana earlier this offseason for like they would have gotten Malcolm Brogdon and some picks. That might have been the one you should have taken, in all honesty. I don't know if that offer is still available. Like the but 76ers you could take are one that, good player away from contending. Like Malcolm Brogdon could have helped them get to the Eastern Conference. They finals. last year were one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. Like they are not too far off. And Ben Simmons, if he would have played in like the '90s or even the early 2000s, would have been so much Who's more valuable. Ben than Simmons he would have been the best NBA player if he existed in the '60s. He would be. I mean, he, he simply would be. He's just amazing. He would have been amazing in that time frame. But this game today is a positionless basketball. You have to be able to shoot the ball. He has zero confidence. And I made the point, and John agreed with me, he's fucking lazy. That's all there is to it. He is fucking lazy. How can you be an NBA player that good and from the day you started to now have not gotten any better at shooting at all? Yeah. And look, if you want to if you want to actually convince me that you that you aren't lazy, okay? I have a I have a friend who plays basketball at Baker University in Kansas, okay? And every day he sends us a Snapchat of him shooting a thousand threes. Okay, if Ben Simmons can show me he shoots a thousand threes a day, then I will forgive him. But my point that I'm making is, if <laughs> if if this motherfucker going to Baker can chuck a thousand threes a day, and you Ben can. Simmons gets paid thirty five million dollars a year, I'm pretty sure he can shoot a thousand threes a day and get good at shooting. Doesn't even need to shoot a thousand. That's like the thing. Like if yeah. he was doing like five hundred a day, like something. Like, I don't. And you think that these guys that are mega athletes can like figure out how to shoot quicker? He just than came off. And what the sad? He just came off the statistically worst free throw shooting postseason of all time. Worse than Shaq. You know, obviously among qualifiers, you have to shoot a certain amount. But he shot thirty four percent from the free throw line. How? Yeah, like. If you shoot a bunch of free throws, like, okay, I get it. It's, it's a lot of mental game, but, like, 34% is just unacceptably low. Like, Shaq did that. Like, this. What makes Ben Simmons – what made him the number one overall pick? Okay, well, because he's insane. If he could shoot the ball, he might be, be the best top player, player in the NBA. If, be- he could, if he could shoot threes as good as LeBron, he would be one of the GOATs. Like He honestly, like, had – like, the, the path Giannis took, Ben Simmons should have taken. Where, yeah. Giannis start, where Giannis started off as like this guy who couldn't shoot, 
was really just a post player, was raw. Giannis was like a power forward initially. Like, I mean, he still is, but he's he can no, play every position. He's a now. point guard now. You see what I'm saying? He can play any position. Yeah. yeah. Point is, Giannis is still not a good three point shooter, and he's not even a great mid range shooter. But he's so much better than he was when he started. Because why? He worked his ass off. He grinded. You can tell. Ben Simmons just doesn't seem to care as much as these other guys. I'm not saying Ben Simmons is a horrible player. He's not. I mean, anybody that can put up like what is what does he put up like 15 a game and then like seven and seven or some shit like that. That's good. That's valuable. But you got to step up. You've got to get better. I haven't seen any improvement since the day he started. Yeah, yeah. No, and you see videos and- during the off season of Ben Simmons like making threes, and I'm like, all right, at least make ten threes this year, <laughs> yeah, and I'll be pretty impressed. Like so. That's been like multiple off seasons now. I've and seen that. He is at that age in his career, and this is something I have to say. LeBron, okay, when LeBron made the NBA, he was not a good three point shooter, and I know no. this is different NBAs and yeah. in today's game. Three point shooting is a big thing, but LeBron was not a good three point shooter when he got in the NBA. He wasn't until right. like four or five years in, and like it, you just can see that that's where he took that like jump. You know, like same thing with yeah. Kobe. Same thing with Kobe. Kobe Kobe originally couldn't shoot threes. Like, if you look at his three-point stats from his first, like, three seasons, they're not great. And then he learned how to chuck three. Like, it's, Ben yeah. Simmons could be one of the best players to ever play basketball. Have you he seen could, the theory that he shoots with the wrong hand? Yes. Who the fuck? That would be crazy. Kevin O'Connor, pretty uh, – I don't – who does he work for? He's one of the – The athletic. Yeah, he's – said it multiple times. He's been a big advocate for this ever since Ben Simmons broke into the league, that Ben Simmons has been shooting with the wrong hand. Which, at this point, you might as well try the other hand. You got nothing to I mean, lose. It, when Watch Ben Simmons shoot a basketball. It looks so unnatural. I could Have you see ever seen me shoot a ball? I look very unnatural. Yeah, you thing. wonder, though, like, is it going to look better this other hand? <laughs> like, I mean, maybe it'll look like a Markel Fultz. I don't know. Like, but, the thing I'll say about that is, like, maybe he is, but I think that's unfixable at this point. Like maybe at this point, it is inexcusable that it took him into his fourth season to hit a three. <laughs> like what? Yeah. How does that happen in today's NBA? Like, just think, Dwight and, Howard's hitting threes. And like, how can you not realize that if you could hit threes, you could be so good? Just think, I tell the you, the 76ers could have Jamal Murray and Jason Tatum if they picked right. In hindsight, the the last straw for the 76ers and Ben Simmons relationship, I truly think was in game seven when he passed the wide open dunk. Oh yeah. That was it. That was, that showed he had zero confidence left. He costed them that game with that play. I am convinced that was the turning point that costed them that game. They ended up only hitting one free throw. So they lost a point. And then beat after the game came out and said it, he was like, that's what I think happened. That changed everything when we had a two pointer and we ended up getting one. Uh It's, I, I don't know. I don't think the relationship with the Sixers is fixable for Ben, but I think he, as a player, is fixable. I think he can develop if he puts in the time and effort. Well, so remember. then where does he go? But, but that goes back to my original point. What? Who wants him? No, <laughs> no, no, no. And this is the thing I've thought about, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stretch here, but Josh will know what I'm talking about. Okay, so Tongi and Nombele, right? <laughs> They're kind of the same. I don't have to say Tongi Nobelli is. No one needs to know. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying that so Josh knows where I'm going. Um, they are both, like, insanely good. Like, crazy good. Like, off the charts good. But they are not really hard workers. Um, it, the problem that you encounter... So they both, they both want to leave their team right now. The problem that you encounter is 
the team that owns them says, oh, my God, I have an insane player. Like, this is – I'm not going to give them up for not a ton. I don't care if they don't work. I have an insane player. And the people on the outside looking are saying, fuck no. Like, I'm not going to spend three, four first-round picks. But it's just a natural thing as as the, the holder of the cards that you are going to overvalue. And I think for players that show great ability but, like, poor intangibles, it's so hard for them to get moved because – the, the teams that are trading, when you give up assets, you think, okay, I want to get a stable product, right? And when you're, when you're like a team that's trading good stuff trying to get assets, you're looking, oh, I have an insane talent right here. I'm going to get the player. So it's just kind of fucked up because they can both want to leave as much as they want. But for players like them, it's, you're just stuck. And that's, I don't think Ben Simmons is going to get moved. Unless the Sixers drastically drop their price. Because they're the ones that have to come down. The people yeah. aren't going to go up to their valuation. <laughs> yeah, no way. I agree, 100%. So that was an extremely long monologue. But I had a big think about this. I was like, damn. It was, it was, it's not inaccurate. It's, you know, Ben Simmons is only 25. It's still possible for him to bloom into a one of the top players. But I'm losing faith in that. I, but the not time because is of his talent. What's that? I said time is ticking, though, for Ben Simmons. It's 100% ticking. He's got to get going. It's Giannis is 26, and look how much he's done. Like Also, just a warning, the time is ticking for this podcast. Dude. Yeah, Holy shit. Yeah, we've been we might flying need a, by. We might need to buy where by as well. Okay, so we're going to get in. Oh, no, no, we already got into Ben Simmons. Never mind. Uh, I was going to say we need to still get into that, but we already did. Um, All right, well, so, I mean, football's back next week. Football is back next week. And NFL football, we're going to be going hard on that. Oh, my God. We get to do our first Chiefs preview again. Let's oh, go. man. I'm excited. We and it's a good-ass game. Mm, it's going to be a great game. It, two of the best teams in the AFC going at it week one. This is what you live do you for. Want, do you want an honest opinion on that real quick? Uh-huh. I won't go too in-depth. I think the Chiefs blow them out. Really? I do, too. Like, I'm okay. sorry, but, like. No. I think so, but I – I mean, come on. The Chiefs have blown someone out in a long-ass time. You know who we might need to get on next week? Carrington Harrison? Yes, sir. Hey, this is your recruitment, Carrington. We need you. Come on. This is for Missouri football and Chiefs. There's a 0% chance he listened all the way through that. Yeah, Jackson. No. You really think Carrington Harrison actually We can send him that clip. So, yeah, Carrington, come on. I'm not sending him the clip, but yeah. He's pretty good luck, actually. He came on last time we played Cleveland, so. (laughs) We won. But Patrick Mahomes got hurt, so yeah. I mean, but you know, you'll take you'll take a playoff win any day. But do we want to take the risk of Mahomes getting hurt? Here's the thing: I think the Chiefs come in this year so laser focused and pissed off from the ending of last year. Well, no shit, Dip Tracy. Well, you say that. Look at the other teams. The 49ers last year missed the missed the playoffs after they lost the Super Bowl. The year before, the Rams lost the Super Bowl. They drastically fell off. Like. The Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, but I don't think the Chiefs get hit. With All right, we're going to leave I, it there. I, think, I don't want us to get into this game too much and then just repeat everything next week. Yeah, we've still got a lot to talk about. With so them. we will see oh. you guys next. I don't know what God, day we're going to. Oh. Sorry. God damn it. Okay, we still got five minutes. Come on, we can hash this. All right, no, we're going to get off. I don't want to. I, I don't want to preview this game. We're gonna preview it t- next week. That's a good point. Otherwise, we're just gonna preview this game. Exactly. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.